Welcome to part four of the special edition of Middle Georgia podcast, celebrating the 100th birthday of WMAZ Radio and the century mark of radio in Middle Georgia. Cherry blossoms bloom and You're listening to an anniversary special on News Talk 940, Middle Georgia's first radio station since 1922. Middle Georgia's first female newscaster, Helen Popejoy, had other duties at the station as well. One of those she enjoyed the most was co-hosting a mid-morning program with Herb Johnson called The Hospitality House. One of my favorite things to do was to read the menu from Lindbergh's because Art Barry Sr., bless his heart, would occasionally send to the radio station, nine o'clock in the morning, plates of French fried shrimp or something Herb liked to eat. And here we are at 9 a.m. when people are in there drinking coffee and eating eggs, we're chomping on fried shrimp. If you don't think that gave me inspiration, and then there were other, you know, remembrances like interviewing the goat man in a very small studio at WMAZ, and everybody ought to have that opportunity. He was an interesting person, he really was. But um, it was not the nicest thing the first thing in the morning. Date with Dell was a part of WMAZ radio and television for over 40 years, beginning in 1957. Dell Ward says the show originated when she worked at WGN radio in Chicago. We had uh done all-night radio, which was, I was a disc jockey, and I played all kinds of music from uh, top 40 to uh, classical music, show tunes, and then in the early morning we went country. Then at uh, uh, WMAZ, uh, Date with Dell was a radio in the, in the evenings. On radio, Date with Dell later moved into the midday hours with daily guests from all walks of life and a sign-off that became her trademark. Ed Sullivan sent me a picture. And yeah, he was holding a little sign, and it said Trody Tro on it, and I've got the picture, you know. And he spelled it incorrectly, and I wrote him back. I said, gee, thanks, I'm so honored, you know. I said, that's not the way he spelled Trody Tro, and I had a note back from him about Trody Tro. It was just kind of fun. Steve Malone joined the AM 940 staff in the mid-60s. The Monticello native moved to Macon from a small station in nearby Madison. Back in 66, if you moved from a 1,000-watt station to a 50,000-watt, you were really in high cotton. I guess when I came, Jimmy Vinson, who had been the morning man, had quit because of medical reasons. Bill Powell had been moved to the morning, and he had been on the afternoon shift, I think, up to that point. Everybody shifted around, and I ended up with all the leftover spots at nights and weekends and whatever. And I worked that for, oh, several years, I guess. And the biggest part of the time I was at MAZ, though, I worked from 5.30 in the morning, just before Bill Powell got there. I did the sports and news through Powell's shift, and then I did a disc jockey show from 10 till 2.30. Though there were no $1,000 or even $100 prizes in those days, Steve Malone's midday trivia contest were audience favorites just the same. We did uh, trivia, didn't have any big prizes. McDonald hamburgers and bumper stickers that said I play trivia on the Steve Malone show and stuff such as that. But most of the people who played were playing it just for the competitiveness to see if they could come up with the answer, I think. 
they enjoyed playing it more than they were playing for prizes. Steve just might have one of WMAZ's most memorable broadcast days. One day they had a bomb threat. It was in the afternoon and they decided to evacuate the building, but I happened to be on the air, so they decided I was indispensable or dispensable. So they left me in there because they had to have somebody to turn on the mobile radio to give the reports. And also the FM was operating in the back room and you had to change reels on that every so often. So somebody had to stay in there and they felt there wasn't a bomb in there, but everybody else was evacuated except me. Steve Malone and Paul Beliveau recall how the 70s brought about more contemporary music on WMAZ. Well, when I came there, they were playing big band and stuff like Rosemary Clooney and Glenn Gray and his Castle Alma Orchestra and such as that. And they still had, in the middle of the day, they had Arthur Godfrey from CBS and they had uh, Art Linkletter's house party on. That took up about an hour and a half or so in the middle of the day. But they soon dropped that and uh, we tried to move to a more contemporary type music. I can remember we got to play uh, was it Jewel Aikens and the Birds and the Bees and we thought we were really playing rock music. They tried several avenues. They tried uh, some country music in the afternoon for a, a while. Mr. Cross called that, uh, he wouldn't let us call it country music. He called it uh, Songs of the South. And I understand some of the advertisers that had been there forever complained about that. So that was dropped pretty quick. And initially when I went there, I, I became uh, a disc jockey. Uh, I was on the night shift for a few weeks, and then they put me on the afternoon shift, the 2 to 6 uh, disc jockey show. And um, when I first got there, uh, WMAZ AM was playing what we called middle-of-the-road music uh, standards. And the music was, uh, was really racy if they put Vicky Carr on. Uh, it, it was kind of... Uh, what I considered at my age at the time old folks music and I wasn't really interested in listening to it. When I went over there they said well we're going to change the music and make it more contemporary and and they were true to their word. I'd only been there a few days and the music started changing. We started adding uh, groups, got some complaints, uh, you know, people who were used to listening to the Mills Brothers all of a sudden heard uh, Three Dog Night and but you know even Del Ward uh, when we started uh, playing that kind of music I wondered how Del would take to it. And I knew we were okay when she came in the control room one day and said, I really like that song. And it was uh, Paul McCartney and Uncle Albert. Another disc jockey in the changing music era on WMAZ was a Milledgeville native named Joel Goddard. Jimmy Lee hired me at WMAZ Radio in, I think, uh, August or September of 1967. And then when he left, uh, Bill Powell took over, and he was my supervisor. And really, I was kind of, as I've been in, in, in many places, kind of utility announcer, you know. I, I, was, I would usually, in most places I've worked, I would be given maybe not the best shift in the world or the, or the one uh, with the most exposure, you know, like morning drive, afternoon drive or something. But I'd be given some shift, and then, but whenever anybody else was out, I filled in. My best disc jockey work probably at WMAZ Radio was... Uh, my Saturday night down-home stuff that I did. I, I leaned to a bluesier, raunchier, rock, more Roxy-type uh, inclinations than the programming really was there, although it was evolving. You know, they were getting away from the Amapola business, you know, and, and getting into more modern stuff uh, before I left there. In terms of broadcasting career moves after Macon, Joel Goddard just might be WMAZ's greatest success story. I am the uh, announcer on NBC Late Night with Conan O'Brien, uh, 
And if you don't listen quick, you'll miss me unless I happen to be on camera that night, which is only about once every four to six weeks. Sometimes I'll be on like two or three times in two weeks. But uh, but I, I do that uh, show opening at the very front. It's very screamy. I talk about an octave higher and about 30 dB louder. Joel Goddard, affectionately known around the station in those days as Lurch. Bill Elder, the longtime morning man on FM 99, which became 99 Ways, got his start in radio on AM 940 before he was old enough to drive to work. I started back when I was 13 when I would visit Gary Gunner every Saturday morning. Uh, my dad's office was in the Southern Trust Building. He sold insurance and he was on the 10th floor. WMAZ was also in the same building. So on a whim, I dropped down five floors and, and knocked on the door and they let me in. And so I'd been wandering around that, that station for about two years. And one day, Gary says to me, I'm, I'm going to work at WSB in Atlanta. There's going to be a position open. They had two weekend shifts. One was from 5.30 or 5 in the morning until 3 in the afternoon. And then the other one started at 3 and ended at midnight. And, and so I, uh, I applied for his job when I was 15 years old. And my first day on the air was January 15th in 1970. When I got hired over there, I was the rich kid in my class because the, the I got paid two dollars an hour, and back in 1970, I guess minimum wage was a dollar fifteen, dollar twenty, something like that. And so I was I was pulling down big radio bucks back then. You know. Bill recalls that the station's strong news commitment was more of a problem for him than the adult music. And part of my responsibilities at 11 o'clock on Sunday night is I would have to read a newscast. I'm a 15-year-old reading news of the Vietnam War, and I couldn't pronounce half of the names were places of things, you know, things that were happening. Ron Wildman did everything he could to coach me and to make me sound good, but it just wasn't going to happen, you know. And so back then they had a, a very strong news image, and that was that was part of it. I just didn't didn't have the maturity or the vocabulary to do it. Probably still don't, but you know, I made the remark at Bill Powell's retirement party that everybody, uh, everybody heard me read the news. They didn't really understand the news, but after the news was over, they all ordered Chinese. You're listening to News Talk 940's anniversary special. WMAZ Radio's all-time most popular personality, Bill Powell, came to the station from Miami in 1958. Five years later, he moved to Mornings, where he dominated the ratings for more than 18 years. He was already a TV weatherman when he did the last Bill Powell show on radio, October 22, 1982. Here are some of the highlights of that show. Radio 940 WMAZ, good morning, 21 minutes after 8 o'clock. You know, it seems that fair week always brings cooler weather, and all this week, Stevens Ladies Apparel... That, uh, each morning for the past few mornings, I've had a number of calls from people wanting to know the previous uh, ninth score of the World Series game. And I was uh, surprised, really, that nobody called this morning to get the score of game eight. And... Uh, <laughs> And Freddie called and said he didn't need to know the score. He'd stay up and saw it on TV. <laughs> well, the part that I left off, Bill, was that I slept through it on TV. Okay. <laughs> In case anybody wonders, the score was four to two, and who won was four. You know. Well, good morning, TZ. All right. <laughs> 
You're an old ham like I am. You know that. Paul Beliveau did local news on the Bill Powell Show for more than 10 years. He had a reel-to-reel -reel tape recorder, an old reel-to-reel -reel tape recorder, and he was comfortable with it, and he could edit his calls on that tape recorder, and every time WMAC said, you know, Bill, there's new technology, and we could do this and we could do that. He just did not want to get rid of that old tape recorder he had. And he'd record calls on it and play them back on the air. People love to hear themselves on the air, and they love to get on the Bill Powell show. And he had regulars, of course, uh, that, that you could recognize their voices uh, every day. Bill, mm -hmm. uh, I think we've got a lot to look forward to. Now we've got somebody to break the bad news about the weather to us, real gentle-like. <laughs> it's going to be so nice, looking forward to the news, the weather every afternoon. Well, I, I See, when the storms come, we got you up there to comfort us and tell us how to snuggle up and be good <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. I'm just... I'm just real excited about it. Well, I am too, but be careful now, because right now I feel like squeezing you with my eyes. <laughs> I've been in this area since 1965, and I've always kept my radio tuned to WMAZ, my car radio, that is. I admire your good taste. So I've listened to you for a good many miles. Sounds like it. I'm going to miss you. I hope your tread's not as bad off as mine is. You're the great fella, Bill Powell, and it's a pleasure for me to have had the privilege of just knowing you and being in the Lions Club with you, and I'm one of your listeners, and I'm a making believer, too. <laughs> and I got my sack of rocks right outside. Everybody do. Everybody Bill was do. active in the community, um, spent a lot of time going out and doing things because he really liked the people who listened to his radio program. and He had a big attachment to Robbins Air Force Base, one of the... The things you would hear all the time is, is Bill would talk about uh, every day in middle Georgia is Air Force Appreciation Day. And he was a big supporter of Robbins Air Force Base. And, and in turn, they really supported him. And he was the personality uh, on the air in those days. Well, keep on keeping on. Well, I had two jokes for you before you leave, though. I got time for one. Okay, uh, the best one. Uh, there was a, did you hear about the accident that was in the, on the news uh, yesterday? Accident on the news yesterday? Tell me about it. Well, a man was in that car accident and lost his whole left side. He's all right now. Oh, for Pete's sake. Uh, Bill, I'm an external affairs officer for the mayor, and there's an internal affairs officer, and we've decided that anything that you can't swallow, I, I must be in charge of it if it's external. <laughs> <laughs> well, your boss, the mayor, was at Emmett Barnes' uh, gypsy party the other night, and as I mentioned, having a conversation with a guy wearing an earring's hard to do, you know? Uh, I find it hard sometimes to converse with him when he ain't got that earring in. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy, are you, you're going to be late for work, aren't you? My wife hates the spotlight. She literally hates it. Uh, and she's married to somebody who just loves it, you know. Joel Goddard recalls how popular the Bill Powell show was on WMAZ. Bill owned the Macon market. He was absolutely terrific. Anything he said, you know, got quoted all over town during the day, the funny things he said. He came, what he said was he had said... Uh, anything you say if you call here is subject to being played back on the air. Well, of course, that was like a, a million Gauss magnet. You know, people called by the thousands. They had a chance of being heard, hearing themselves played back. And he got a lot of funny stuff, not to mention that he could turn stuff into what was funny. How long have you been doing the Bill Powell show? Well, about 18 years, 18 I guess. 18 years. In the mornings and a few years in the show. afternoon before that. You're leaving a show that's had one person doing it for 18 years, mm -hmm. and you're moving into a position that's had how many people? 
Maybe they're trying to tell you something, Bill. <laughs> Oldham's Opticians, two locations, 641st Street and the Oldham's Building on Mulberry. And good morning, Billy Oldham. <laughs> I think, Billy Oldham, I think they drowned you out. I've been, I've been waiting for about 20 years to do that. Good morning, Bill. Morning. I just want to thank you for being so wonderful all through the years. That, you know, I was a member of the Keep On, the Coco Club, in other words. Keep on keeping on. Yeah, us old folks got to stick together. Well, you know? I tell you, you have just uh, been the life of the morning. You've given so many people, a lot of them, and the... Uh, stammer to get up and get going and feel happy you know years ago i started wearing contact lens and uh thanks to billy oldham and uh then um somebody suggested i get a hair piece and i said well i got enough things to slow me down in the morning getting to work because i was always running late and i couldn't afford to have something else to do in the morning to slow me down uh like a hair piece and uh it was a, a lousy suggestion to begin with good morning bill morning how are you? Wonderful. Well, we're going to miss you a lot. Bless your heart. But I hope you all the luck, and I enjoy your weather. You folks have been outstandingly great. You're fantastic. I love every one of you. Keep on keeping on. News Talk 940 has survived three changes in ownership and two changes in call letters since 1996. The heritage of WMAZ, later WMWR, and now WMAC Radio is unequaled in Macon and Middle Georgia. On a personal note, when I was hired by Bill Powell as a 15-year-old youngster to work as a part-time announcer at WMAZ back in the 60s, Little did I or any of my family know that Bill's decision to take a chance on a starry-eyed and eager-to-learn teenager would later lead to a stint as an announcer at WSB Radio in Atlanta. The five years I worked at WMAZ while at Lanier High School and later at Macon Junior College marked the beginning of a lifelong career of being a broadcaster and a professional communicator. In 1965, I was the young, new kid on the air and everyone at WMAZ extended to me patience, tolerance, and encouragement. They were like a family, and I'll always remember them with deep feelings of appreciation and friendship. And many of the other people who've been a part of AM 940 through the years feel the same way. I, I think WMAZ was a pretty unique station. A lot of people have worked there through the years, and uh, it, it was number one for a good long while. And uh, I enjoyed the 15 years I spent there, and I'm sure everybody else that worked there probably did too. One thing I took from my days in Macon, Georgia, is that how nice the fans were to me and to all of us who worked at uh, WMAZ Radio. Anywhere in Macon, we could write a check. People would take our checks. Now, you show me any other market where you have ever worked where they'll take an announcer's check, a disc jockey's check. I think that my radio experience was just responsible. It helped me so much. In, in getting the program started and in sustaining it. I love radio. There's no way ever, ever that I would have had the privilege to be as involved in broadcasting right here in this community. I thank God for the privilege to do it. I'll do it as long as I live and as long as the stations will keep me. I go back and, and think about all the great people that have worked at that station. It's just got so many memories. And you know, I'm 
no matter what I do, I've always got uh, MAZ or MAC now in my blood. It's just part of me. And uh, it has meant so much to me from my professional life in what I'm doing today. WMAZ taught me more in the eight years in radio and the year and three or four months in television than I learned in all my college career, about my career. Being the first woman to do local news was quite an honor. And I thoroughly enjoyed every bit of it. And it opened doors for me unbelievably. Back in those days, it was fun to be on the radio. I wouldn't take anything for those five months over there, five or six months to, of learning from the ground up from, from people like Joel and Gary and Bill Powell and people that went out of their way to, to try to help me. Well, we had a great staff. Uh, we really did. We, uh, we got a lot done. I think we did a lot for the community. And I enjoyed being there. I enjoyed being a part of it. Really did. It was it was a tremendous part of my life, and uh, and I'm happy with what we did and what we accomplished, and and where the station is now because of that. For News Talk 940's anniversary special, I'm Gary Gunter. This concludes our four-part podcast celebrating the 100th birthday of WMAZ Radio and the radio industry in Middle Georgia. This program was originally produced in the year 2000 and won a Gabby Award for Best Documentary or Special from the Georgia Association of Broadcasters. Many of the voices you heard on this program have passed away since the original broadcast. We dedicate this 100th anniversary special to their memory and the roles they played in Middle Georgia's 100-year radio history. Yeah.